Thank you for tuning in to Overcomers Church podcast today. We hope these messages encourage, build, and strengthen your walk in the Lord. Enjoy the message. Today is part three of Hearing God. First week, I put an introduction to Hearing God. Second week, Pastor Julian preached an awesome message about talking about what are the barriers for hearing God. And today, I want to talk to you about this third part, how does God speak? It is very important to understand and know how God speaks. You know, our base scripture, uh, you know, is John 10 John 10 verses 27. John 10 27 says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. Another version says, My sheep hear my voice. Everybody say, Hear my voice. Okay. It is important to hear his voice. One of the hallmarks of a Christian is you've been able to hear God's voice. Now, if you are not able to hear God's voice, you should be concerned. I'm saying that to you again. Let me say that to you again. If you don't hear his voice, it should concern you. Because if you don't hear, you're not a Christian really. Because here, the definition of Christianity is that he speaks. Okay? Hearing God is proof that Jesus is alive. And not only that Jesus is alive, but he is the Lord of your life. If you only hear your voice to lead yourself, that means you are not his son or daughter. Because you are only hearing your voice. When you begin to hear his voice, he is leading you and he is helping you to move to the things that he has created you. But if you can't hear as a Christian, if you can't hear in your decision making, in your life, regarding your heart, regarding different conditions, circumstances, situations, if you are unable to hear, you should be concerned about it. Hebrews 6.1 says this. Hebrews 6.1 Therefore, leaving the discussion of the elementary principles of Christ, let us not Go, let us go on to perfection, not laying against the foundation of repentance from what? Everybody say dead works. Everybody shout and say dead works. And of faith toward God. So number one, number one, foundational, basic principle of Christianity is repentance. Or from dead works. You know what dead works is? All of the things that you did without consulting God. Man, this is good stuff. Everything that you do without consulting God is considered dead works. Okay? Second thing, it says that end of faith towards God. You know, faith towards God means the second one Second principle is, I renounce everything that I did with my own ideas, own thinking, own decision making. And I choose to obey him because you had faith in him. And every decision you consult him. You don't do it on your own. You consult him. You ask him. You pray first. You ask him first. You don't do first and then consult him. And then when you get in trouble, ask him for help. But you first ask him. And then he helps you to be led. 
and uh, the last time that i spoke i said you know every place that you have failed you have not heard god every place you have heard you have failed you have not heard god you thought you heard god but you didn't or rather you didn't hear god at all okay how many want to be successful any anybody wants to be successful would you raise your hand some people want to be half successful some people want to be fully successful niven raised his hand high up and said man i want to be successful man back give a round of applause for that guy man hallelujah that's with confidence it with confidence he is saying with confidence i want to be successful some people like half is good pastor at least if i can get out of this place that is good no god wants you to be successful because the dna of him is success so if you listen to him you have to be successful it doesn't mean that there is not going to be crazy things all kinds of stuff are going to come at you but you're still going to have victory somebody say amen to that the the issue here is why do we need to hear god because he has the eternal plan in his mind he knows before you cre- were created in, he, in his mother in your mother's womb he knows what's going to happen why do you need to consult god because you don't even know what's going to happen tomorrow he knows what's going to happen tomorrow he knows what's going to happen in one month he knows what's going to happen next year so when he directs he directs with the eternal perspective in mind that's why you need to listen to him so how does god speak we'll get right to it how does god speak number 1 how does god speak through the bible every time you read the word of god he speaks to you every time somebody say every time that is why you got to read the word some people say god is not speaking to me i'm asking do you read the word no pastor i don't read the word oh you are thinking that he's going to appear suddenly he's going to speak in an audible voice to you he's going to come next to you and say to you do this do that no if you read the word he will speak to you now the word has two you know the word of god has two words in hebrew one is logos and then rema logos and rema logos means the written word of god this is all of you have that written word of god okay but rema is the living word of god suddenly one verse comes alive you're reading and suddenly one verse comes alive and you're like oh my god I can't believe this. I can't believe that God was speaking to my situation. Because if you learn to read the word on a consistent basis, you will leave room for God to speak to you. Sometimes we can't come to a discipline of reading the word of God. And you know what happens to us? We make confused decisions as a result. We make crazy decisions as a result. Okay faith comes Romans 10:17 says faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Everybody say word Everybody say loud word Everybody say loud word 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 that word here is rema everybody say rema Everybody shout and say rema I hope rema doesn't come down you know She's <laughs> the children Okay Every time you read the word you give God an opportunity to speak to you. Okay? 
Rema word is when you're reading and suddenly something explodes out of the pages. Last week, I was reading Mark chapter 8 in our devotion time. Me and Kayla, we were reading, feeding the 4,000. And when we were reading that, and I was, I was going through and then it says, I have compassion on the multitude and then so on and so forth. Verse number 4 says, then his disciples answered him, how can one satisfy these people with bread here in the wilderness? He asked them, how many loaves do you have? And they said seven. They said seven. I was like, wow. I marked it in my Bible. See, that's why you got to have a Bible. Digital Bible is good, but it doesn't work like this. You write, you put the date there, you underline it. Servant, man, what, what does that mean, Pastor? You know, we have to finish the first floor or, or second, first floor, ground floor, first floor, first floor in a construction that I'm doing in Candy. That morning, I was telling Kayla, all these things we got to finish. And I only have 700,000. You know what God spoke to me and said, Hey, you are talking, how can you satisfy these people with the bread here in the wilderness? I felt like that. And Jesus asking, how many loaves do you have? For me, you know what it is? The rema, how much is in your hand? He, they said seven. This is exactly right because I have seven lakhs only. <laughs> and then he commanded the multitude to sit down. He took the seven loaves, gave thanks, broke them and gave them to his disciples to set before. Verse number eight. So they ate and were filled and they took up seven large baskets of leftover. See, when you speak, when you read the word all the time, he speaks to you. How does God speak? Very basic way. You don't have to have a prophet. This is a prophetic word. Now, I'm not against prophets. Huh? But you understand, he can speak to you if you read the word. Tell your neighbor, read the word. Read the word. It's very important to read the word. It is important to have a reading plan. It is important to get into reading a habit. Uh, you know, if you are married, I, I recommend and I encourage husband and wife to read the word together. At least two or three verses, you can take a moment to read the word. There is incredible Bible plans uh, that is there on version, the Bible app. You can get connected. Every day when you read, he speaks to you. Because when you take time to read, you know what I'm saying? Before anything else in this world, I put you first to hear your voice. Number two, are you getting something out of this? Still small voice. Second Kings 19, 11 and 12. Then he said, go out and stand on the mountain, this is to Elijah, before the Lord and behold the Lord passed by and a great and strong wind tore into the mountain and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord but the Lord was not in the wind and after the wind an earthquake but the Lord was not in the earthquake and after the earthquake a fire but the Lord was not in the fire and after the fire everybody say together with me uh, still a still small voice now Jesus is inside of you 
How many has Jesus inside of you? Okay, at least 80% has Jesus inside. I'm glad. Just check who's inside of you. It is very important. I think it's an important thing. You know, Jesus is inside of me. When he speaks, anybody who's close to you, unless you have a hearing problem, if they are close to you, do they shout or do they whisper? They speak softly. Right? Still, small voice. When God speaks, He's deep inside. Why does He not speak loud? Because He doesn't want to intimidate us. If He speaks loud, we will die. So He doesn't want to speak loud. His still small voice is loud enough. If you listen to it. Sometimes we ignore it. Because he doesn't want it. Even when he's correcting us, he can be the most loving. It is the most loving voice you'll hear. Even when he's correcting us. Now we are used to our parents or we are used to people uh, uh, that, are, that have corrected us. When they want to correct us, how they I'll give you up. So I give you. So you sometimes feel like God is saying when he's correct, I'll give. No, he doesn't. He loves you so much that he corrects you. But who speaks loud? The enemy speaks loud. The enemy speaks loud. He will put fear, condemnation, accusation, and he'll speak loud to you because he wants to gain control over you. But when God speaks, it's deep inside and also God is within us and now he can speak softly when you are close volume is a liability when you speak to someone close to you you speak very softly but there are some people who they say secret the whole world can hear the secret how many of you have met somebody like that you know they, they, they speak a secret and they act like they're saying a secret but you can hear what they're saying you know it's crazy how do I know it's God's voice that's speaking to me it is always consistent with his character he's loving never condemning always agrees with scripture and it works what it means is when you do what he say you will have breakthrough if you told, if you did something that he said to you and it did not work you didn't hear God am I, am I saying something that is that is good recently I was shopping at Kiel's I think I told this story but I want to say it again I was shopping at Kiel's about two or three weeks ago and while I was shopping you know uh Spirit of God says all kinds of crazy. He, he sometimes says, you know, don't go through this road. Don't go. Last week, I was telling somebody, we went to port and we were coming back and with this lane situation and all these crazy situations, we might have taken about a one and a half hours to get, but within about 25 minutes, we were home because the Spirit of God began to direct us to take, this is the route to take. This road is what you're supposed to take. And I was telling Kayla, see, because we took this road, we came home early. God wants to direct us even in the smallest thing. Even you getting home on time. Today take your umbrella. Sometimes the voice tells you. He speaks to you. And then you're like, oh no, oh no, I don't think I need it. Then you go halfway, you go into the bus stand and then you're pouring and, and then you're thinking, man, you're cursing uh, everything. But then, then the Spirit of God is like, I told you. It's like your mother sometimes. <laughs> Didn't I? Yeah, I was shopping at Kiel's and uh, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you know, 
I know somebody, you know, how many of you know somebody who needs to have a dream from the Lord? Hallelujah. Okay. God can speak to you through dreams. Okay. Rama has dreams over and over again. I told you, I think a few day, a few, uh, couple of weeks ago, how she had a dream about this, this couple and the child was sick and she had a dream about it. And we talked about it and we prayed and the, even the child got healed as a result of what she saw and as we prayed. So you can have a dream. Tell your neighbor, you can have a dream. Not now though. Huh? Don't sleep now. I'm a pastor. Oh my God. Yes, the president. Dreams, pastor, dreams. Please give me dreams. Dreams and visions. You can have a vision. That means you see something. While you are here, you can see something. In the spirit realm, you are seeing something. You can, you can, you know, that I'm not going to explain those things. But uh, that is one thing. Number four, peace. I got about five minutes here. So I'm going to rush in here. Peace. Peace. Colossians 3.15. And let the peace of God, What? Everybody say rule in your hearts to which also you were called in one body and be thankful. Rule, the word there actually means in Greek umpire. What does the umpire do? Yesterday we saw the IPL 2020 start off with a bang and Mumbai Indians lose. But then again, what does the umpire do? That is a side note. What does the umpire do? When they appeal, they say whether it's out or not out. Because we are in a cricketing country, we can take this example. Okay? Like a referee, it's a, this is right, this is wrong. Peace of God can lead you and say what you're doing is right, what you're doing is wrong. Your decision in your business is right or wrong. Your decision in your relationship is right or wrong. Your decision in your studies is right or wrong. Decision with your finances, investment, right or wrong. Decision with your words, right or wrong. He can direct you. Peace. Everybody say peace. John 14, 26. When Jesus came, the first thing that he did, when he, Jesus came, the first thing after he was resurrected, the first thing that he did, when he entered the room and he told his disciples, what? Peace be to you. Peace. John 14, 26. But the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you your remembrance of all things. What? I said to you, he will remember, remind you, keep reminding you with peace. He will keep reminding you. Okay, this is what you should do. This is what you shouldn't be doing. Many times when you get to make a decision, you got to ask for peace to guide you. Kayla and I had made to make many decisions. Sometimes those decisions in the normal, natural, did not look like, oh, it's a great decision. But because we had peace, we moved. And we have seen breakthrough. One of those things is the buying of the house. We did not have money. Everything seemed like everything seemed like we didn't have anything. We didn't we were unable to buy the house because we don't have any money. But God gave the peace not to let go. Peace to hold on that God will release breakthrough. And God released breakthrough. Sometimes everything looks good. And God tells you, don't go ahead. Uh, a few years ago, I want to invest some money with one of my friends to do a business. And when I spoke, we, we discussed these things. Over the, over the years of marriage, we understand that financial decisions are very important to rightly discuss with your spouse. Amen. 
rightly discussed the amen became even you know less so but anyway uh, rightly discussed so we were discussing about this uh, financial decision about you know giving and we, to, we uh, 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 i said okay i i'm thinking of investing and she said no i don't feel peace about it and i was trying to give all the good options and say if i did this these are things he said no i don't think so i got even mad with her because she did not agree with me i'm a man of god but she didn't have peace but we have agreed that we will not go ahead even if you are mad upset we will not go ahead and do any decision if you're not in agreement and thank god i did not invest because the guy is bankrupt now and if i invested everything that i have i would have lost a lot of money peace is very important don't go ahead without peace is this helping you number 5 very practical hearing god's voice circumstances revelation 37 says the angel of the lord a, a, a angel of the church in philadelphia write these things i say he who is holy he who is true he who has the key of david he opens and no one can shut he shuts and no one can open always keep praying god open this door or close this door i always pray that god if it's yours open it if it's not yours just close it okay Two years ago, I had to go to US. The Lord spoke to me clearly and said, "Go to US." But then there was so much of circumstances because I had not renewed my visa, and I had handed over my passport, and I had not got a return answer for a long time, for a, quite a bit of time. And uh, then I was like contemplating and wondering, with these circumstances, am I supposed to go? Because it, at that time, so many others said, "I don't think you should go," but I had peace, and I heard the Lord. and i told kela if i don't get the visa today before the day is ended i'm not going to go so we were at the sports meet of rema in ratnalana and here we are and then watching some of the what do you call events and i called the visa office when i called them and i said i didn't get a reply they said your visa is already approved it's done it's in the embassy i said seriously okay but today sir the visa office closed at 10 it was 9:23 ratmalana now i didn't break any rules but i got there before 10 <laughs> i got there before 10 i don't know how but i got there before 10 okay i was supposed to fly monday morning sunday after service that night i was supposed to fly i got the visa friday evening because i always keep praying god whatever door that you have keep it open because no man can shut it whatever door that closes we know it's from you i hope it helps you lastly number 6 people people very practical i hope this is really lastly there are many things we can do okay it will come on people everybody say people very important i have seen proverbs 11:14 where there is no counsel people fall but in the multitude of counselors there is safety when you make critical decisions in life every essential decision you need to consult other people who know god who hear his voice because it will help you to avoid a lot of circumstances a heartbreak all kinds of disappointment and all kinds of hopelessness if you consult the right people 
ask the right people because if you know in your life that you don't have a history of hearing God properly you need to be around people I talked about it atmosphere I talked about atmosphere setting the right atmosphere having the right accompanying that with the right people you hang around with the right people because that people that you hang around with when you let people that hear God speak to you you will walk in success and breakthrough that you cannot even imagine when we were about to just buy this uh, uh, what you call uh, land okay we are about to purchase the land I remember uh, we got discouraged and we were about to give up but then I pastor Dexter was talking to me because he was guiding me he had bought many lands all over in Australia Malaysia so many places he has bought land so my counsel was from him I was getting counsel from him and asking what the Lord is saying how, how do you want me to pers pursue this you know and he knew that I didn't have money and this he said no God is going to do a miracle because he's a man who hears God and as I began to hear listen to him and I was about to give up he said don't give up within 48 hours of not giving up the miracle came through right you need to have the right people speaking in your life I remember 17 years ago 17th August 2003 was the camp that I heard God when the Lord said I want you to dedicate your life to serve this generation in Sri Lanka I was coming back and uh, on the 21st, we were dropping off Pastor Steve and Pastor Mike at the airport. And he asked, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to business school. I'm thinking of going to university. He said, no, I, don't, I think you should go to Bible school. That's all he said. I think you should go to Bible school. That's all he said. I remember that was about Jaila because the highway was not made. About Jaila. I remember passing that town and he said, I think you should go to Bible school. My All my heart and everything dropped. You know why? because all my dreams were around business school management and that but when he said I knew he heard God I became obedient to it 17 years after I reaped the fruit of obedience having the right people is a very important thing in your life I remember John T came out of uh, talking to uh, his teachers about a year ago about a year ago, I remember he coming out of uh, his school after A-level results came out and he called me and said, I need to meet you. And then we meet up and he says, you know, I think I should do my A-levels again because all my teachers are saying, I, these results are not good enough. I should be doing A-level again. And uh, I said, no, I don't think you should be doing. I said, just you got passed. You are not failed. That is enough. This is enough for you to go to the next phase to do your degree. I think you should start your degree. That's what you should do. And we prayed, that discouragement left him, he started doing his degree, and Corona came. The degree classes continued, but A-level classes shut down. If he listened to the wrong voice, he would have lost time, lost money, lost emotions. That is why it is so important to hear his voice. I hope this is encouraging you this morning because this is what is going to shift you to the next level. You being able to hear God in every area of your life. This will shift you to success. We need to have faith that he speaks because without faith, it is impossible to please God. Every person in this room need to believe that God can speak to me. Somebody raise your right hand and say, here I am, Lord. 
speak to me i declare that every lie is broken off my life in jesus name i can make sound decisions right decisions regarding my life my family my future as you lead me so i break off the voice of the devil but i submit and surrender my voice to hear your voice in jesus name 